Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. Boom! This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion. Welcome back to the Everyday Saturday podcast. Great to have you. Let's dive right into today's show. So I was on YouTube this morning, talk about it all the time, get up 4.35 in the morning, jump on YouTube. But today, I didn't learn a new skill. I wasn't taught anything new. Oh my gosh, what happened? Well, I did what everybody else does, but I've got so inspired to share this podcast with you. As a result, so somehow I got targeted with a Michael Jackson live concert for the Victory Tour in 1984. Um, So I clicked on it (laughs) against my better judgment because I knew being a huge Michael Jackson fan, uh, I would end up going just all in on the video. And it was a live video from Toronto, 1984, the Michael Jackson and Jackson 5 Victory Tour. Now, the reason it inspired this podcast is, I just want to share with you, uh, 1984, uh, I remember when the Thriller album thr- Thriller album came out. Uh, I was in eighth grade, and I mean, I played that thing I, from start to finish, all day, every day, memorizing every lyric. I mean, I was just I was like, oh my God, it's the greatest album ever. And then when the uh, the concert tickets came out, it was a big, you know, I, don't, I don't know if you remember, if you're old enough to remember back then, uh, they were super expensive and you can only buy them in blocks of four. And then the Jackson 5 got all this blowback. It was 30 bucks a ticket, which was insanely high at that time for a concert ticket. Think about that. Uh, and you had to buy them in blocks of four. And then Michael said, well, you know what? We, that's not fair to the fans. You can buy them in single blocks, blah, 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 blah. So Skinny Kid, Bradford, PA, the the concert was in Buffalo. The one I'm talking about that I went to was at Rich Stadium in Orchard Park, where the home of the Buffalo Bills, and it was in uh, in the summertime, around that time, you know, when they announced the Victory Tour back in '84, '85, in there. So '84. So I was um, just anticipating this concert, like couldn't sleep at night type thing. Going with all my buddies, you know, we made our own Michael Jackson concert shirts. <laughs> And I mean, I was just could not believe that I was going to be breathing the same air as Michael Jackson for a couple of hours because he was going to be in the same stadium that I was in. Like, oh, my God. We didn't have very good seats. We were way back, way past. We weren't on the floor. We were in the stands. But it was it was unbelievable. And sing along to every song. I mean, just when the Jackson 5 came out at the beginning. And when I was watching this video of the Victory Tour, the same one I went to in 1984, uh, I put myself in that place. I mean, I remember, you know, we drove up from Bradford about an hour and a half drive to Buffalo, uh, got there during the day concert was at night, just a frenzy of people, everybody anticipating it. It it was the hottest ticket on the planet at the time. And I had such joy and such anticipation for that moment. 
And so this is kind of where it transitions into today's podcast is that I still have that same joy and I still have that same anticipation for this, like what I do in my life, you know, being a husband, being a father, being a podcaster, being a speaker, being a coach, all of that. But I didn't always have that. Like I lost that joy, you know, after, you know, the victory tour ended. Boy, you talk about a letdown driving back to Bradford at midnight, you know, an hour and a half drive. It's like, oh, this sucks. I mean, that was it. Two hours, all that build up. And then it was over in two hours. Um, but, you know, after that, then, of course, you know, you graduate high school, you go off to college. You start losing that joy. It happens with everybody. I mean, unless you're one of the lucky few to just kind of tap into your passion and understand what your purpose is here and you're in your 20s crushing it. I don't know hardly anybody. I don't know if I even know anybody in their 20s or 30s that are tapped into their passion, you know, outside of the rare person I'll meet at a live event or online or something like that. And I'm just kind of going back to like, man, I had that was such a joyful time of my life. And I think one of the reasons why is because, you know, everything was fun. You know, my... My biggest thing, I, I worked, you know, in the summertime at that, you know, in between. Well, I worked all the time I, since I had a paper out. I was 13 years old. So, you know, I had a job, had a couple bucks in my pocket. Uh, concerts, you know, were it didn't go to a lot of them. Went to Prince, you know, that year too. God, what a year that was. Saw the Purple Rain Tour in December that year in Buffalo. Holy cow. That's a great year for concerts. That's a great year for music. Great time for music. But as we grow older... You know, we kind of start worrying about what other people think about us. You know, we don't just dance freely. We don't sing freely. I mean, I was singing along with every song, you know, human nature, man. If you've ever heard Michael Jackson sing human nature live, it's amazing. Like that, that's, I think my favorite Michael Jackson song is human nature and just the, the melody and the way he sings. I mean, every time that music strikes up, man, I'm just like, whew. But you sing and you dance and it's like, you know, you have a great time and then you don't, you stop doing that, you know, because you get older and, you know, you got to start taking life seriously and you can't really do anything fun, right? Certainly you can't do it and get paid to do it. And as I was watching, man, this morning, that YouTube, and again, I got sucked in. I haven't watched the whole thing yet. Paused it after about 30 minutes or so because I'm like, man, (laughs) I'm not going to get to my day if I'm sitting here saying, tell them that it's human nature. Why? Why? Probably not why you t- tapped into today's podcast to hear your boy singing Human Nature. But, man, I'll tell you, does it not get your toes tapping? You're singing right along with me, right? Does he do me that way if they say why, why? So it takes you right back in time, right? That's what music does, by the way. Music has a way of taking you right back. I mean, nothing else can do this. You're listening to a song in the car, and it takes you. You comes on, and it's like, oh, my God, that was seventh grade I was dating this girl or I had a crush on this guy and, oh, I remember I was playing basketball or I was cheerleading or, you know, I was in college. I remember it was April of my freshman year. That's what music does. Music has the power. Isn't it crazy, like, to just bring you back to a moment? You know exactly where you were. So when I was going down, you know, the rabbit hole with the video and watch it, say, man, I'm so happy that I was able to capture that joy back into my life that left me for a good 15 years. A good 15 years. I'm not saying I didn't have a good day here and there. I mean, I wasn't walking around mopey dopey. That was never my, never my, you know, makeup. I just wasn't that kind of individual. But I can tell you what it's like now versus what it was like in my mid, probably the ages of 22 to 37, you know, probably even close to my 40th birthday. It was kind of gone, you know. Now I have that unbridled, youthful joy and energy that I bring to this podcast, to, you know, our mastermind group, wherever I am, 
and it's not fake. I don't have to fake it. Before, I kind of had to fake it. You ever have? You know, you ever walk into a room and you're like, "Oh my God, I act like I'm happy." I don't know. I have. You know, oh boy, got to pretend like this is going to be exciting. I have. I don't have that anymore. And when I watched that concert on YouTube this morning, it just brought me back to that time when you know we used to think times were tough, right? Isn't that the old adage that you know you had two you had two dollars in your checking account in your high school years and you thought, "Geez, I didn't have any problems back then." get your first apartment after college and you're broke at the time. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm broke. And now you're 50 and you just yearn for those days when the only thing you had to worry about was paying your rent, buying ramen noodles and making a car payment, you know? And it's just, it's it's so awesome that each of us, you included, has the opportunity, not the guarantee, but you have the opportunity to recapture that joy, be the individual that you want to be, okay? Tap into the specific skill set that you have that will serve other people. I think that's the greatest deal going right now in life. That deal that is presented to you, presented to me, and everybody else out there that you have the opportunity to serve as many people as you want with the skill set that you have, not faking it, not pretending like you enjoy it, but just showing up, man. Uh, So that, if you're wondering why, how did a Michael Jackson Victory Tour 1984 video on YouTube inspire Sam's podcast? That's it. That's it, man. I love what I do. Um, I love the people I work with. I never could say that all the time, 100%. I just absolutely love it, and I want that for you. So whatever you need to do, don't negotiate a bad deal with yourself and just settle and say, ah, you know what, that's not really cut out for me. That's not true. It is. You have the opportunity, no guarantees, but you have the opportunity to recapture that joy. I hope this podcast helped you today. Hey, would you leave a rating for the show? We're four four more. We got 1,000. Four more, we hit the 1,000 review magic mark. And thank you to everybody. I see the ratings every day. I read the reviews. Thank you so much for taking the time to just hit the five-star button. I appreciate that on iTunes. All right, let's go. Let's have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar. Go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.